0: I did. I yeah, it's oh my good. <laughs> hey, my name is Sean Canungo, and this is the first episode of Dangerous Ideas. This is a podcast where we break down concepts and frameworks that will change your life. And every week, we're going to be dropping episodes, sometimes with guests, sometimes just solo. And we're going to be talking about some of these different ideas and different takes. And I'm really excited because this is the first First episode of this podcast. Woo! We have a couple people here. We yeah. got Adam O'Brien. You want to say what's up?
1: Yeah, man. What's up, dude? I haven't heard the name yet. That is
0: a dangerous idea.
2: It's awesome,
1: think? man.
0: I
2: love that. We got we got Mo. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm glad to be here, man. I'm excited, and hey, uh, man, we're doing it. Well, so so
0: you know, I was thinking about this podcast for a very long time. In fact. You guys don't know this, but I have been in the podcast game for a very long time. Back in 2015, I started a podcast. Whoa. And then over time, I've I've started things, and I've I've dropped them off. This this right now, this is it. I'm going to be doing this for the next at least 10 years. So what's so different about this one then? This one is – to me, this is infinite because I've been – I have this lifelong goal, this mission to – help people change their careers, their lives, their businesses. And so I wanted a way of like breaking down different concepts and frameworks Mm. that I use in my life or things that I'm just interested in and getting people to understand them dive deep into them, maybe even bringing pop culture references or things that are happening in the culture today that relate to those particular ideas. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted a way, a vehicle to do this, not only for my own life, but for other people. But what do you think about the name Dangerous Ideas? I just wanted your take on it. Adam.
1: Dude, I, I like it a lot. I, was <laughs> here, I heard that I almost jumped up. I was like, damn!
0: <laughs> That's good. It's so, fire. It's well, fire. So, so the way that it's going to work, I'm going to bring up four or five different concepts. Okay. And we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna introduce it Mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna get you guys' thoughts on it. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna start with the first one. Okay. Which is this idea that one person can change the life of a billion people. And in addition to that, one person can build $1 billion businesses. One person can build $1 billion businesses. Why is this the truth today? Well, why will it be the truth today? We are living in the age of infinite leverage. The idea that you have, you know, technology is becoming increasingly more commoditized. You know, you have artificial intelligence, ChatGPT. I mean, this thing is on an exponential scale. Mm -hmm. You have media at our fingertips. Anybody can create a show, a, a, a podcast. And the ability for us to connect with a particular audience, the ability for us to connect with a billion people has been easier than ever before. And so you're already seeing it with people like Kylie, you know, creating massive organizations just by her audience. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Logan Paul. dude. We we, we talk about Logan Paul and Prime. I think Prime is valued at $250 uh, million business right now. It's just today, the most important currency is trust. It's attention and distribution. And the people that have it today can build massive businesses. It's part of the reason why I wrote the book, The Bold Ones. It's part of the reason why I'm doing this thing. I I see the the, the power of audience building. So I know it's a radical idea, a one-person, billion-dollar business or one person making a billion-dollar impact what do you guys think about this
1: dude I think you hit it it's distribution and that's actually maybe why I don't know if it's possible so I think there's outliers obviously right let me look at look at Elon for example I don't know if you call him one person or not but he's obviously uh, changed I think you missed Mr. Beast is like like yep dominating the you know <laughs> I think I read somewhere that he's got a guy who they trained for six months just to follow him around, just to think like him. Like, that's who's getting peaceable <laughs> now. He was just like, sit in my chair, follow me around for six months. Don't say a word. Just follow me for six months. Think idea. how I think, learn how I think, and then do it. And uh, so I think we're starting to see this uh, this automation of human. But the distribution is so centralized. And what I mean by that is, Kylie is a good example of someone who doesn't actually do it without Instagram, who doesn't actually do it without, uh, I don't know, Disney, I think, did their did, did their Kardashian show or whoever it was before that. And if you are exposed to the platform on giving you yes or no on, like, I mean, look at look at Trump right now. He's not allowed on, on yep. certain platforms, right or wrong, doesn't matter. His influence is determined by some policy set by somebody else. So I don't know if if, if you're, just hit saying, that,
0: you're just saying that the
1: there's beca- problems there's, there's problems. risk there's right risk. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah yeah but
0: what if you just build it through email like i look at a guy like um you know i follow him on twitter his name is uh sahil bloom he he does all these like concepts uh, these, these frameworks he's got an email newsletter that yeah. he's been pumping he's been like working with other creators to pump his newsletter and that's I mean, you can say the de- email is decentralized. Yo, totally.
1: Email is yeah. a protocol. Email yeah. yeah. is the is at the root of protocol. You don't need you know Google's permission. You just go to somewhere else. It's just it's just protocol. And we haven't. I mean, up until now, like we've got Nostr now, which I was telling you guys a little yeah. bit about yep. a few weeks ago. Nostr is the protocol of social media. Like in that same way that email is decentralized. Nostr is making you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it might be. More decentralized, giving us this true uh, autonomy over over our networks and over our our capacity to have to have influence amongst a billion people.
0: Totally, and and, and I know Mo, we we you've been hearing me talk about this a lot in my keynotes, yeah. and it's funny because I always talk about this to corporations, and I I don't know if they totally get it, but I would say that you know somebody like Joe Rogan, for example, Joe Rogan is a one person media company. Of course, he has Jamie in, in the back, and he probably has some other people, but he has more influence than you know the new york times CNN. or cnn and, <laughs> and and those are
2: thousand person organizations yeah. so i mean yeah i mean can pe- can people become a 1 billion dollar person by themselves i think so i think the leverage of social media the access to information and just you building something is easily feasible but i still feel like true one individual okay. a true one individual billion dollar business okay you might need some help <laughs> you might need a producer yeah, okay yeah. you might, need, like, okay, yeah. You might <laughs> yeah i'm just like look behind a little bit like mr beast is not mr beast without his entire team yeah where sure. he is right so so but yeah that like,
1: entire team doesn't work but, without mr beast.
2: exactly so yeah. but but uh, but the concept i do agree with it these people are building like they're like they're breaking the normal traditional way of like how you could reach these kind of unfathomable uh, kind of levels of success or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, uh, yeah,
0: it, to, to me, it's, it's an evolution of how we look at business. You know, you, during the assembly lined era, right. Henry Ford introduced this, this, this concept that elevated the man from like a five, five cents, he got paid to $5 and, you know, he got a decent wage at that time. And then we've create every business was then created based on a system on a number. You you somebody you know, put a number on your back and said your number three four five and you know you know go to work. And we've created all these factories of humans, but to me like the individual is now the new factory. Mm. Like we have so much power more than ever before that the entire model of how we look at work is going to change because the individual has more power than ever before. So, and you know, we're talking about social. Think about AI, right? And the ability to include, you know, you, you see the exponential nature of ChatGPT or MidJourney, all these different platforms. like what is left for humans to do at the end of the day. And I, and I just believe I just believe today that the most important asset is distribution when and it's brand and it's you know all those things. It's just we're, we're, we're I don't even know what's going to happen to my kids in the future. It's going to be crazy.
1: Yeah, man, it's a mix. It's like the most important thing, all of those like ChatGPT, Midjourney, they all need prompts. They all need someone still yeah. creating. Yeah. And and I think you're right. Henry Ford kind of coined or, or or you know you know initiated this this push down uh, the assembly line, and for centuries now we've just been been assembly line in one way or another. Yep. Uh, but the creativity that we're seeing now is 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 dynamite, and that will always continue. I think the tools are going to help us create more, create faster, fail faster, fix faster, yeah. and that's what the AI I is agree. going to be is going to be doing for us. I don't. What's left for your kids? and for my kids and for, and for society is like, I mean, I'm pretty biased against the the school system, but like go learn how to create, go learn how to I think, understand. go learn how to prompt, go yep. learn yeah. how to, how to take a vision and put it IRL. Like that's, what's left is, is it's figuring out how to execute with the tools that you have at your disposal. How do you learn? And then how do you attribute those learnings to a life's work or to, or to a life's mission, like the dangerous ideas here? Uh, you, you know, you had a vision, you put up the, the 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 cameras and, and and the studio and 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 had everything you know coming through and together you know maybe it wasn't your hands so you're doing it but you're using the tools at your disposal to, to get that that's what's left is and it's it's a 180 from what the school system was designed for and from yep. what humans have been doing for like centuries.
2: I agree. I think doubling down on creativity is kind of unlocks yep. like the human touch, the element. If anything, it kind of would like make real art more scarce and more like enjoyable in a weird way but i mean i'm just thinking about this imagine that there's a version of you sean who is ai generated oh that exists a, a model of you yeah who's now creating in the voice of sean kunungo making this conversation right now like imagine that we just like modeled you to just create this thing now how would you leverage this yourself to would you use this? Would it be less authentic to you? Or would you just simply create something that's more true to what, like you, st- you still have to almost sign it off is what I'm trying to say. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, unless you're, g- you're not going to just let the AI Sean just do <laughs> whatever he wants. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Though. <laughs> That'd be crazy, right? <laughs> well, I,
0: and, and that's, and that's something that we've never even thought of. It's like, because the, the the one thing about your own personality or brand is is something you, you've never really been able to scale right totally and for the first time ever because of that idea yeah you can now scale yourself yeah <laughs> using artificial intelligence and 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 being able to mimic that individual i I don't know yet that's a part of you know that that that's We've been I, gearing up for this. Like Tupac did it, or they did it for Tupac I know. in like
1: 2010. We were talking 11, about that. Coachella, we were talking whatever, about we were that. But, about but, that. But,
0: my, but my, my, my disagreement with a Tupac hologram model. It was cool when it came out yeah, at yeah. Coachella. It, it was absolutely cool. But our society is obsessed with finding people and and picking out people that are fake. That's mm-hmm. why you have. More plates, more dates. Ah, this guy's on steroids. This is why we're obsessed with Mindy Kaling. Is she on Ozempic or what? We we, we like to point out what's fake and not. And and, and yeah, well, I don't. We're, think We're searching for authenticity, right? Is, is, that, is what exactly. You're, yeah. And I don't. I'm not convinced yet that people will want to consume like Kanye AI and Drake AI and Sean Canungo AI, I'm not convinced yet because we don't do it today. It's not a natural behavior.
2: Yeah, I think I think as long as people are alive, like if I can go to watch a real Kanye versus an AI Kanye, yeah, I'm going to choose real Kanye. I don't know, like, man. <laughs> are, are you going to for $2,000 versus $2? Well, I don't. I, I think that this is where Kanye has to have the rights to his to his name and sure. whatever. And then I think it'll still be expensive. But I see what you mean. I, see I what think you mean.
1: when I got my first cell phone, uh, the the cell phone plans was like twenty five hundred dollars or twenty five hundred texts a month for whatever it was. And my dad was like, "You're never gonna need that many texts in a month. Twenty five hundred texts. That's right. stupid. Who are you texting? Pick up the phone and call them. That's how people communicate." Right? What we're doing here right now, that's my dad saying, like, now, text. I don't pick up the phone at all. I I do not answer the phone. I want you to text (laughs) me instead. My thing is, like, text me instead. Don't call me. So,
0: so this actually brings up another concept that I want to bring up here, which is this idea that history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Yeah. If you look at other things like the pandemic... You know, you had the Spanish flu, very similar to the pandemic. Right. You look in sports, you know, you have dynasties, you have the bulls, and then you have the warriors. You see the great, you know, great wars. They all sort of repeat. Mm-hmm. They don't repeat, but they, they they rhyme in a way. And I've heard this throughout history. Even, even what's with happening with technological, these technological revolutions, you know, the internet is very simple. to so the printing press, how it's democratized um, information around the world. So I always heard this, that, not every tech revolution, every revolution, we've seen this throughout history. The only thing that I am worried about with this AI revolution is that maybe, it, maybe there is for the first time ever in our society, maybe the first time ever in life, that for some reason this might be a little bit more different that what we are seeing today with the AI revolution and the fact that this technology is able to, not only commoditize knowledge, but now it's entering into the realm of judgment, that something is different here. Mm. And so we're talking about Kanye AI, we're talking about um, you know, the, the, the ability for, the, the AI's on an exponential scale is something different and there's something that we have to be worried about when it comes to AI.
1: Oh yeah, man. Like it's a heavy topic, man. The, <laughs> it, yes, the, it has judgment. Uh, humans have always had judgment, and and we've taken judgment based on on our experiences uh, for like throughout history. Um, and I think like right now, AI chat has no judgment, right? You can't ask ChatGPT, Hey, do you think I should wear a blue sweater or a red sweater today? It, it has no idea. Like, it, it, it doesn't have judgment. It's a really good aggregator of yeah. like articles on the, on online and then summing that up into like human language, uh, to distribute to you, yeah. but it doesn't really have judgment right now. I think we've yet to see like true judgment i think like you know my experience in my car like my tesla car it drives itself it's it's got maybe you could call it judgment but you could also just call it like good uh good development if there's someone in front of you don't go that's that's yeah. the command that the tesla has right it doesn't think oh uh that's just a human or or or, or that's just a tree i'm going to i'm going to go through it uh it just it just it just has good has good development not put into it, right? Yeah, right. exactly. It's not conscious, not yet, and I think we could get to a place of consciousness. And my head's going down, like you know, <laughs> yeah. have we been there already, like ten thousand years ago? Well, in that's the what Amazon I mean. rainforest and like there's cities there, and there's flushing toilets there. Like, Yo, <laughs> we've been here before and wiped us out. And this is just where we're running towards, oh, and maybe this is just the cycle, and maybe it does rhyme on a longer scale that we just haven't documented before. Uh, but yeah, I I I would tend to agree that we. We are running towards something that feels unprecedented. Uh, I don't know that we're there yet, and I don't know but, that we we can even say that it's coming because we haven't seen it displayed at a, at a large scale.
0: And, yet. you know, and, and Mo, I want to get your take on it, but it's like if we look at every technological revolution, so if you look at, for example, I mean – you know telephones you're like oh yeah. when telephones came out we're like they're going to this going to destroy the concert halls when bicycles came out they're like oh women are going to go from one village to another village without even asking every <laughs> every every that's true it's cuz um so every technological revolution has you know has this thing that happens where we we're always fearing the next piece of technology and you know today everyone's talking about will ai really take our jobs will ai take our jobs and so Maybe something is different here, maybe um, it will
2: maybe they will I, mean, I don't think a I I think AI is gonna augment the jobs in my personal opinion. I do agree like I mean yesterday I was watching a video about how fashion houses I'm not sure if it was like some big fashion house they're actually starting to do uh, an actual like um, lookbook using like Yo. like and then like actual designs of certain like uh, like uh, I don't know some sort of fashion. So yeah, so it is it is taking the job of like a traditional photographer, stylist, uh, the whole a like, whole I don't know I don't know how many I'm I'm not in the fashion world, so I don't really know how many people are involved in creating like an actual like you know like everything where we wear and how we identify ourselves. But I do think the art at, at, at its core has to be. Started by in humans and individuals, they're prompting the AI. But we also have this like notion of AI that's like from the movies and pop culture that like it's a scary thing. Terminators, yeah, for like you. yeah. We're, we're gonna whatever. But I think it's inevitable that we have to embrace this to use it in our normal life of I mean, how we can utilize it to build something more out of this world. Like, I'm just already thinking, like, how can I use this in, like, building films and videos and, you know, creatively, how can I implement this and use it in an interesting way? But I'm not thinking big scale. Like, I don't know. That, I, I still have, in I don't know, dilemma about it, but I'm not scared from it. I think it's going to just really change the world in a really impactful way. Well, I, I, I believe <laughs> that it will, I, it will... It has to take jobs. I mean, it's it just so... It's
0: so damn good. You know, I, I give I give this example and I and I and I talk about it in my keynotes, this example of like creating a photo. Uh, you know traditionally, yeah. you'd have to hire an agency right. that would have cost you fifty sixty thousand dollars to do to have an entire photo shoot and now you can just go and chat Gbt within seconds and get something that is that looks super realistic and that would have taken months, weeks approvals uh, a, a, a a planning budget, marketing, you know all this stuff to to make that photo shoot happen and we can do that in seconds and now it's like so so there's Definitely a huge destruction of, of jobs that's gonna happen in in almost every field, to be honest with you. And so that's why I'm saying that is something different here than what we've ever seen. Um yes. history doesn't repeat, <laughs> but it rhymes. But this might <laughs> only this might
2: break the whole paradigm.
0: Only if it becomes conscious,
1: man. Like like yeah, still if it becomes like,
2: conscious, it's y- game over. You
1: know, you think about the websites are are a pretty good example of this where like oh only high, high-budget companies had websites early on because it's all you could afford. You develop, you host a website yep. it was like very, very difficult. Now there's all kinds of like, you know, straight up you go, you can have a website in like 10 minutes, right? You see all the all the sponsors on all the different podcasts and stuff, and it's 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 drag and drop uh, uh, for websites. And now, as a result, everybody has a website, and only the good ones advance. And the good ones are still made by an individual in the back understanding the psychology behind what makes a good website, what makes a good landing page, what what colors are people or what are people going to feel when they see these colors and how does this photo represent my brand and and I think still again without the ai consciousness you just you're not going to have that level of of authenticity behind the brand.
0: Right. So i i <laughs> to to me the the thing that i go back to with around this I guess this AI consciousness piece, or is AI sentient, or or is it is it thinking? I've been actually reading a lot about this, mostly because I want to. I tr- I'm trying to compare this throughout history. I'm trying to compare this to other technological revolutions and when new technology comes out Mm -hmm. what were the fears of the time and it's absolutely a fear that's why elon um and 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 andrew yang and all these folks they put out that letter saying hey we need to do a six-month break on 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 ai just to see you know get the regulation around it or or something just put a pause on it because this is going way too this is going way too fast and maybe we did that you know throughout history as well uh but there is something to be said of an ai the whole idea of reinforcement reinforcement learning the fact that it's getting smarter and smarter and you know at some point will it will it start to desire will
2: it start to want to cr- create its own survival i don't know so that uh, i mean isn't it just more of like a if the person inputs that into the, the, well
1: that depends if it's sentient or not right like, like, like isn't that that's the debate and and is it possible like like,
2: i have no idea bro. you know
1: did uh did the guy that made arnold schwarzenegger in terminator program him to uh, <laughs> no right but that's what happened when the a.i yeah. takes over
2: uh, yeah I, I just feel like we have a negative connotation around ai that it, once it becomes like oh the all the robots are going to take us over and but it's it's not really just robots it, like it's just more about how can we use it into advance human civilization like, that's yeah. the way I see it. Like, how can we work together? But then, yeah, if it does become sentient <laughs> and it just destroys us, then well, we're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. That'll be a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: so I, I want to switch gears a, a, a bit going on the idea of concepts and frameworks. Um, so the third – so we, we talked about two concepts. I'm, yeah. I'm going to bring up the third concept, which is um, completely off the whole AI piece. Okay. Is this idea of the spotlight, spotlight, spotlight effect. The spotlight effect. The idea that we – Overestimate how much people care about our shit, which often actually prevents us from doing things. At the end of the day, I I, I (laughs) call it the uh, in uh, in the you know the first generation immigrant uh, phrase, which is "What will people say?" You know, we get so consumed with what will people say that it prevents us from doing the things that we want to do in life. And I, I, I. Sometimes I reflect on my own conversations with, on on the conversations that I have with my own friends, and they're like, "Oh, what are you up to?" Or you know, you know, what are you doing? Or you know, what was that thing? And, And they don't even know. And they're like some of my closest friends, and you have to sit back and say they're not. I mean, they love me, and I love them, but they're not paying attention to everything that you're doing. And we're always so consumed with what people think when really no one is really thinking about you. And I actually find that incredibly inspiring. I find that incredibly inspiring that no one really gives a shit about you, even the people that are closest to you. And it's inspiring to me because it allows you to do whatever you have to do, like take the shot, start something new, fail a little bit more. And so... I have to remind myself every single day that, you know, when people are not really thinking about you that much. I don't know what you guys think.
2: No, I 100% agree with that with that point. I think, like, once you shift your mindset to exactly what you're thinking, it kind of liberates you to just truly execute any desirable thing that you truly are passionate about creating. And I get stuck too much about my perfectionist brain about how, like— Oh, man, I need to put out a video. I mean, I haven't posted anything in two years. Like I'm like, why? Like streets are waiting. <laughs> streets are <laughs> truly waiting. Like I'm just like, why are you not posting? I mean, I mean, it, uh, there's various factors, but they're all excuses at the end of the day. Like there's nothing really stopping me. And I think i've I think I've sh- fundamentally changed my mindset to kind of that spotlight effect. Like I truly don't care what anyone thinks. And it's not really my circle of friends that really that I'm trying to create content for or talk about it. It's really I'm trying to find a a tribe that truly believes of what I want to talk about. Uh, And like they want to just simply like have fun with the stuff I'm creating and create like a kind of a domino effect with other creators like you guys, like you guys. And see like we all are passionate about learning from each other. Like you have a completely different world that I'm curious about to learn about. Same with you, Sean. You inspire me all the time when we're doing all these things behind the scenes. And you're talking about all these things. And it's just my brain's like always thinking about all the things you're talking about. But so like, so the spotlight effect, it is real. It exists. It's 100% there. Uh, And I think that as soon as you accept the fact that no one cares about you, not accept it, you should believe it. Like, I think it's it's a true statement and I 100% agree with it. Uh, that's all I can say to it.
1: Yeah, man, you got to lean into that. I mean, you think about like the most successful the early first successful creators were the ones they were training for this their whole life they were bullied in school they were like you, <laughs> you know and, and, and you hear the story yeah. and then they, they it was a it was a survival technique yeah. to not care about what people totally. thought because because they couldn't because if they did they i mean they wouldn't be here probably or they would be you know whatever I'm going on that path but like and that spotlight effect is so true i i heard this similar concept talking about uh when you're walking down like in a in a busy building you know you don't want to walk to the front because because what are people going to say you're I'm, I'm yeah. walking in late to like church or <laughs> right. or, or whatever yeah. and then and then you know you realize the moment that you walk in and sit down like n- no one's there to see you right. walk yeah, down yeah. the <laughs> aisle right like like unless you're a bride <laughs> like, like no <laughs> one is there to see you walk down the aisle and you just got to walk to your spot and sit down and and that's you know if that's if, a li- if you take that same mindset to like what you're talking about, the spotlight effect,
2: it'll pay dividends for sure. And people forget too. Like oh just, yeah, they man. just forget totally. Like they just like how unless, many times like, unless you're being canceled. If you're being canceled, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's well, no I mean, one's forgetting even anything. Even <laughs> when Logan Paul got canceled, they like they moved past yeah. it. Yeah, see that, like, that back, and, and that and, was huge, or right? Did he
1: redeem? Like did people yeah. forget or did he redeem himself? Is, is it, because that still comes I up amongst his both. haters. I think it's it, both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and if you look at somebody like looking Paul, who's been able to do, I mean, he just had this crypto, he had this yeah. hip crypto scam that yeah. you know a lot of people are talking about. Obviously, that that Japanese suicide thing, you know, many years ago, and people don't talk about that. That's I mean, a, if you look a, at if you forgot. if you actually go on the street and you see kids are holding prime, they're they're, they're dude Kim Kardashian is holding prime. Yeah, I didn't see great. that yet. But yeah, it's it's great. so <laughs> it, it's this idea that you have to continuously. uh be comfortable with yes. with your, yourself. You have to become. You have to be comfortable with failure. At the end of the day, I mean, th- th- these are cl- cliches. At the end of the day, but um, you know, I-, I think about it like in my own life. There's been times where you just you're just so focused on this particular thing or you're you like a video that's coming out you're like perfecting it to, yeah. to the nth degree when really you work on it for for months and months and then you put it out and then you're like ah oh, shit you're, you're you're so worried and then really no one really talks about the things that you're worried about <laughs> oh, or man. or, oh, or it, so you, you have to, you have to take those shots it's it's interesting because like in my in our community Maybe it's just that immigrant mindset where our parents, you know, they want us to do something very traditional. I see so many of my friends, they want to do this. They want to create content. They want to put their ideas out in the world. But really what's stopping them is like, ah, like they just – at the end of the day, it's like – like, how do I look? Right? Like, oh, does it does it all match up? How how do I look? Oh, I look I look stupid. I, I'm I'm pausing here. C- can we change it? And then they never do anything with that content. It doesn't go out in the world. And I can't. I actually believe that this is one of the things, or it might be the primary reason why people don't take risks is because of this spotlight effect. And I was talking to another friend uh, just recently. And he studies all the greatest books. He, 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 is a, he is a student of all the greatest motivational books, self-help books, and yet something is holding him back. And it's just this reason that he's afraid to put himself out in the world because of what people will think. And it, the more that people can see that no one cares about you, <laughs> the more that you are able to take some risks.
1: Yeah, man, liberating is the... That's thats for sure the, the word. I mean, you think about, like, Mr. Beast, like, the biggest, not even arguably, just the biggest creator on the planet right now. Yep, He got his start by just, like, counting to a million. He just sat on a live stream for, like, i don't know 40 hours something like that just count it up to a million saying like famous people's names a hundred thousand times what a stupid thing to do (laughs) totally like (laughs) what who is going to watch that is is what (laughs) you know the majority of people are going to be saying is is why you why you're preparing to do that but he did it he he went out he had his reasons he wanted to do it thought it would be funny off he goes and now you know anything he touches snaps his fingers he can open up anything He's got that mass
2: distribution. He's yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah, and he built that muscle, like the con- the consistent muscle of yeah. like repetition about not giving a shit, not caring what people think of what he thinks, and he was a true believer in his trajectory that he wants to build something on YouTube because to him, YouTube is like God. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, so, But I, w- I want to just also talk about the yeah. point about this, like, not just immigrants, but I feel like a large population are stuck in that mindset. And... If you just like look at the entire world. Totally. Versus like that circle of friends that you're just thinking about. Not friends, the circle of people that you care about, what they're going to think about you. Clearly, that's not even a fraction. That's just like, like like a dot (laughs) and like in comparison to the entire world so why why do we get stuck yeah it's 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 human habit to just care about that but it's i think also stems from our parents because they instilled in like this like idea that doing what we're doing is not a normal trajectory and sure it's not a normal trajectory but if you want to voice your opinion in this world and how we live and how things are moving forward, I mean, we're just talking about AI and how it's disrupting everything. Clearly, you, you got to double down on these things and just experiment and taste and have fun with it. Yeah, And so, yeah, that's what I would say to it. I,
0: I, I love the idea that you're just a speck. And we, we forget that, you know, there's 8 billion people on the planet. There's 192,000 people years <laughs> of people living on this earth. Somebody made a great analogy that if you actually took in, the entire human history or you, you talk about the entire history of the planet, we would just be like, yeah, we would be like, <laughs> yeah, in, a, yeah. in a one minute film or whatever. Yeah. Or like, a, you know, with like a hundred pages, we would be like on the 97th page <laughs> or something like that. Um, you know, it's just remarkable. But you know, this actually brings up my next concept, which is the idea that to the Mr. Beast point, which is be romantic about the process, mm-hmm. not the outcome be romantic about the process and not the outcome because we often get so obsessed with how is this thing going to perform or how am I going to do that we forget about the the journey at the end of the day I'll give you a personal example I remember I got a TEDx somebody invited me to speak at a TEDx and I'm like oh this is great like this is going to vault me in terms of You know, speaking at the end of the day. And um, is that like an opera singer somewhere?
1: (laughs) Um, Cat cat dying? Yeah. (laughs) So so
0: this example of – so I got this TEDx. I was really excited about it. I don't know. TEDx, by the way, totally – not valuable, but totally saturated. (laughs) Totally saturated. That was my next play,
1: man. What are you talking about? (laughs) So
0: so I, I was really excited about doing this TEDx. I thought it re- went really well. Something happened with the mic at the at the beginning of it, but you know they recorded it. I thought I did really well at this TEDx, and then I was waiting for it to come out. I was waiting. I I waited. I I was like watching that TEDx channel to see when it would come out, and then it finally dropped, and I was like super excited. I'm like, this is it. This is like I was. I wasn't like doing like a ton of keynotes at that time, so I was like, oh, this is it. This is gonna like super fuel my like. Speaking <laughs> Wait for the phone business. to ring, man. Yeah, man. It's gonna be crazy, and then the video was a dud and it didn't really perform it probably has like a couple thousand people on on youtube that has watched it and it just didn't look great and i was like what was i waiting for mm. that that didn't do anything for my career it didn't do anything mm. and i got so romantic about what that video could do mm. that i didn't even enjoy the process mm. and at the end i'm I, that's why i I just enjoy the process now. I have hundreds of videos that have no views on it. I am still in the mud, and but I'm fucking enjoying it. And I'm not getting romantic about the the, the outcome at the end of the day. And uh, th- this th- that moment kind of sh- changed how I look at things. And I'm like, I'm never going to get romantic about the outcome.
1: Dude, I uh, also have a similar experience where – like I was daily vlogging for a long time in my life and like no views and not making interesting enough videos, like like not even anything deserving of a view. And I noticed it changed. I did have one go like semi-viral, couple hundred K views.
0: The Logan Paul. Uh... Uh, before that, actually. Okay, when, okay,
1: when I bought my Tesla, I didn't my, my, my first Tesla. I didn't tell my wife that I bought it. I went and picked it up, drove it home and then like filmed the like
0: <laughs> the reaction. Hey, babe
1: bought a big fancy <laughs> expensive car hope you don't mind kind of kind of <laughs> video she's she's a, i don't know how she puts up with me um and and that one like took off a little bit and i got a lot of sub or like you know quite a few subs overnight and uh, the video was like performing 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 and then everything after that was like what you're saying like okay this one how's oh this is gonna be even better this is a way better video this was you know way better produced i put way more time into this <laughs> dud was, yeah like, what the hell and then you know you put logan paul in a few videos and like that feeling comes back, same thing, couple hundred K views, lots more subs. But what I was doing was, I wasn't making content for me. There's there's no longevity yeah. in that process, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fine for a quick hit, that's fine. That's, yep. some, that's some super high time preference garbage to be just making stuff for other people, what you think will perform well. If you're like you said, people are hunting for authenticity. And if you're just making content that you think other people, if you're romanticizing the outcome, which is really other people's opinions, yeah. if you're romanticizing that, then you're bang on. It's it's never going to have longevity and it won't work. But if you fall in love with the process, you're going to pump out and people enjoy watching whatever you enjoy producing, whatever yeah. you enjoy, whatever your process is. Uh, that's That's the holy grail. I mean, that's, I think like all these big creators that we've been talking about today, that's the secret. It's like, what do they do? whatever the hell they want yeah at all times yeah and people have fallen in love with their authenticity their brand the way they do it their spin their take whatever it might be yeah and it's it's untouchable because they're not making stuff for me they're not making stuff for you for us yeah they're making stuff for them and then they're giving us the privilege of watching it and when you have when you take that mindset in it's like whoa what a change what a change
2: yeah i it's funny because the two, two things kind of popped up from what you guys were talking about. Uh, it's kind of attention and finding your voice. So with the attention piece is kind of like, where are people watching stuff, right? And if, I mean, Gary was talking about it the other day where he's like, if if everything died right now and the paper press is where everything is at, I'm, the, I'm like going ham on paper press and putting out marketing. So the reason I'm mentioning that because the process clearly is about getting out our voice, right? <laughs> Technically speaking, you want to express yourself. The distribution. You want to be heard. Distribution, yeah. correct. And then finding your voice is something that every person has to go through that process, right? right. We're all inspired by so many different people. And we're some. And eventually you start finding that thing you want to talk about, which goes back to your authenticity. Because if you're just like putting out garbage stuff without having actually a true, like... You know, like vision of like, yeah, that's what I really want to do. Which, by the way, it will change. It's yeah. never going to be the same. It's oh. always going to change. But that's what I kind of fall down to. And then the, the I mean, the only example I can think of right now off off the top of my head is Casey Neistat when he was when before he even daily vlogged he created the nice that brothers which was sold on HBO right and then this thing is like he was so like he was so convinced and based uh, by the way this is just based on the view, on the video yeah. i watched about him <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know the guy but the, he was so convinced about this show like it's HBO like come on like like it's <laughs> that it's, <TEDx>. act yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, TEDx, yeah. right <laughs> he drops this thing and then like no one cared yeah he, like no one cared he'd and he'd he was walk. like and I think they got like maybe 2.5 million dollars. I mean, I don't quote me on that, but he got a pretty good amount of money for it. But it was kind of like dead; like no one cared. His like uh, son at the time, uh, still son, but uh, so um, wasn't like watch. Like he, he's like, oh, did your friends talk about it? Like no one cared, right? And fast forward, which is exactly what he did on the on the Nice That Brothers like HBO show, which is like daily vlogging. That's what essentially what they were doing. Did it on YouTube night and day like totally night and day it was just like obviously the first month but, yeah
1: <laughs> not on day one not on day right? one no not with no, a no, no.
2: with an episode no no no, no. Uh, it's every every few weeks which, which is what i'm saying and he like, was finding his voice but yeah. but he already he already was doing that right? right so if anything all you're doing now sean is just like you're kind of like you were like ramped like you were stuck on like yeah this one piece of content is gonna blow up but now all you you're deciding to do is like why do you just do it every day every single day of exactly. my life like well, and and <laughs> yeah. I actually see this. You know, I, obviously we use the video example. You know,
0: to me it it relates to anything. It relates to oh, I'm gonna get this designation and it's gonna change everything. I'm gonna get this certification. I'm right. gonna get this job. I'm gonna get this yeah, title. Yeah. I'm gonna get this this status. I'm gonna get this position. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get something, and this is gonna change everything. Oh, I'm gonna go to the gym, and you know, like it's just it. We we it, if you, if you enjoy the process, mm-hmm. if you get romantic about the process. That, that is – that's where you should get your happiness from, not, not from the outcome that's at the end a, of the day.
1: You're going to unlock everything. 100%. It's how you future-proof yourself. It's 100%. Right? Yeah. That's it. If you fall in love with the process, you're not doing stuff for other people, right? Like you said, this car, this girlfriend, this partner, this whatever, this transformation is irrelevant because you'll need another one. Yeah. All it is is just dopamine hits coming yeah. into your brain. That's yeah. it. That's all anything is. Yeah. And when you, but the process, if you can have a continual drip, yeah. if you're falling in love with that process.
2: That's, yeah. that's it forever. Yeah. Till the day you don't about metrics or numbers, none of that, to be honest with you. And I know people get stuck with that. It's easy to get stuck in that, but yeah, I think the process is where you will achieve greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, so I want
0: I want to, I want to get to the last concept which is actually a a concept that I saw Elon tweet out. And I I don't know if it's – I don't know if he he got it from somewhere else, (laughs) but it's the idea that the most entertaining outcome is the most likely. The most
2: entertaining outcome is the the most – you know, like makes me think right away about how he changed the, the Twitter thing to Doge the, Doge, the other Doge. day. And, and, and I think the reason why, by the this way— This guy's he, a meme factory, bro. I think the so. reason why he did that was because it was probably like an uh,
0: April Fool's Day prank. Dude, and, I think. And they were just like—they were just late on it. They're like, oh, okay, let's just No, no, it no, it no, dude.
1: So I'm going to go on a quick 30-second tangent about this. Okay. I think the SEC—I think because he had all that— like he's a big target in the SEC's yeah. mind right now he had all of that doge talk i was gonna do all this stuff he's gonna buy twitter put doge as the logo <laughs> he was talking all about all that time doge is pump 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 i think if he doesn't do it i think he's worried the sec actually comes after him and is like hey you said you were going to do all these things. Oh, you manipulated this security. Maybe this is why. I don't know
2: if you saw yesterday. He tweeted where uh, the landlord wouldn't allow him to remove the W from the San Francisco headquarters of Twitter because it would be like Titter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so, saw that. I saw that. And then he's like, so we painted it white. <laughs> so now it says Titter. <laughs> so yeah, that meme factory. So, so
0: the idea of the, the most entertaining outcome is the most likely. Um, it, You know, when I read that, it, it kind of is true. And I'll give you the counter argument to it as well but if you look at the world we just love drama we love entertainment we love the attention oh, yeah. things like Elon buying Twitter it sounds like a crazy outcome or you know you know covid shutting down the world for 2 years um the you know the the Tiger Woods comeback story we love we love these unbelievable stories we are obsessed with it and is it is is it the truth that the most entertaining outcome is the most likely now the only counterpoint to this is that maybe because the most entertaining outcome gets the most attention so that sits in our brain um a little bit easier um because it because the most entertaining outcomes um you know we, we see it more often that we think the most entertaining outcome becomes more likely. But I just I, I just look at the world. I'm like Trump. You know, he's oh he's 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 getting uh you know arrested, but you know he might come back and win the 2024 election. <laughs> I just think that I I, I I it it seems like the world yeah. is the, the the world of is just uncertain, and it's continuing to get more uncertain. I did read some um, stats and some research, like scientific research that says that in fact the world is becoming more uncertain. And so I guess I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this idea that the most entertaining outcome is the most likely.
1: Yeah, back to, I mean, it's 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 what we talked about off the top, right? It's that distribution. Uh, the only thing that matters is engagement, this attention economy. And so what gets attention, it's entertainment. And I think, I, I, I was a little bit repulsed by that uh, by that statement at first, uh, thinking actually the opposite. So, oh, okay. so much that, like, the thought that the uh, most likely outcome is the most entertaining, not so much that the most entertaining is the most likely. And when I flip my mindset towards, well, w- what makes things likely, and it's how much attention does one get, and what gets attention, it's only entertaining things. But there are, like you said it, I mean, Masters' views would have It would have gone up exponentially if Tiger's in the hunt on Sunday, and he's not. He's not yeah. and and so that would have been the most entertaining, or the most entertaining, but didn't happen, unfortunately. And so I do think, and I mean, by his own accord, really, yeah, right? Yeah. He pulled out. He was he was yeah. injured, and and so is the most entertaining. The most likely, I'm not sure. Does what is most entertaining have a head start yes. to become likely? One hundred
2: percent. Because yeah, yeah.
1: if some other, if Bill Gates goes to buy Twitter, no one's batting an eye, right? Nobody yeah. cares about Bill Gates buying. Yeah,
2: Twitter. it makes me think of like people who are polarizing or people with like the loudest voice in some ways that are the most entertaining that we like to see what the hell they're doing in a weird way. I don't know, like no one's gonna care what we're doing entertaining at, at this stage in our lives. I don't know. I mean, so yeah. It, l- listen, I th- the only reason why
0: I bring this up is yeah. because I believe that as our world becomes more digital, as we become more screen based, mm-hmm. you know, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to, you know, hear the radio, you get in the car, you you turn on the radio. When you want to watch TV, you go to the living room. You want to go on the computer, you go to the computer room, and everything has been reduced to the screen. Yeah. And in a sense, everything becomes entertainment at the end of the day. And I I, I, I sometimes feel like we are actually in the – we're all in the business of entertainment in a way because we're actually all on a screen. Whether you think you are or not, like if you're in a business of accounting – or law, or anything, that you are actually in the business of entertainment, that you're trying to get people to pay attention to you at the end of the day. Yeah. And so, um, I think we forget just how many things are
2: actually just entertainment. Well, I'm just looking also at human behavior. I think, in like, I'd be sending out, like, funny memes to people all the time, which is entertainment. Like, if I look... For some. <laughs> <laughs> For some. But I mean, like, but I think just the normal things that we do, like... Um, even even when I'm watching YouTube, yeah. am I watching it to learn something? I'd use it for both education and entertainment. I don't use it for anything else. Oh, like, uh, man.
1: We're in this age right now yeah. where gamified education, like that edutainment uh, yeah. niche Maybe. is growing like yeah. crazy. Maybe yeah.
2: there's like a connection between those for two. For sure there is. Because
1: you... Like your process is learning your process that is what it, and it will continue to grow in my opinion, yeah. that is what entertains you, yeah, you're gonna see it as like, oh, I could sit here and watch another sitcom or another vlog or whatever, yeah. but or I could learn about this cool thing that I'm in love with because
2: I'm in love with the process right I don't know, yeah, I don't know i'm I'm still uh I, I like the steak, I don't know what to think about it
0: well, listen, I think um that's why i'm I'm trying to bring up <laughs> these these concepts and frameworks that um, that will change people's life, and the reason why this will change people's life is that you have to understand that if the most entertaining outcome is the most l- likely outcome, you have to have a mindset that unfortunately everyone is just entertaining themselves to death that the idea that <laughs> people are just', we're yeah, just so addicted, <laughs> we're just we we're just always looking for entertainment. Yeah, we're always we're we're getting on a screen. We're talking to somebody else. We're 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 always looking for that entertainment. And we just have to understand that 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 is that that's what wins at the end of the day. Unfortunately, that I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the truth.
1: I don't know if it is unfortunate. I think that with anything, it's an addiction like. Every good thing becomes an addiction if it's unchecked and unfettered, and 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 if you can, you know, fall in love with learning and fall in love with bettering yourself, and if that becomes your entertainment, then there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, I mean, I guess there can I, be. I yeah,
0: like, I think I, for example, I'll give you an example like a podcast. I love podcasts. I love consuming content. I sure. love p- p- consuming podcasts, but at some point, I think it just becomes porn because <laughs> it, it it it's not. It's not helpful, and it's not. I'm just. It's just like it's. It's it not helpful. It's for. I what?
1: mean, if it's if it's there to teach you how to podcast, and then it if watching podcasts prevent you from ever then yeah, totally agree. If it prevents you from well, starting, that's what I mean.
0: I yeah. mean, doesn't doesn't consuming content constantly prevent you from? exploring your own creative mind at the end of the day, like sitting in silence, being bored at the end of the day. And I, I'm not the, be, I'm not the best person for this because I love content. I yeah. love understanding what's happening in the world. I love learning from all these different realms, but at some point does it turn into like, just, I'm just entertaining myself to death. <laughs> Dude, and you're in machine watching
1: stuff for like two X. That's, uh, that's I know, I, I know this is as
2: a savage. A man. savage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're, I think, I think you're right. I think that uh, in this economy uh the gap in society is being defined by who can find the balance of uh entertainment education and production and who can't and i think that the the ultimate uh the ultimate artist the ultimate entertainer the ultimate like the victor of life will be uh the individual that is able to find the perfect balance of being able to be entertained enough to create, ah. creating enough to produce, and producing enough to run out of ideas to then need to, again, go be entertained in order to create. And you need that balance.
0: Absolutely. And that's why, <laughs> listen, that's why we're doing this. And I, by the way, I just want to, Dangerous, wanna, one, I wanna, right? uh, dangerous <laughs> Ideas, um, I want to thank you guys for being on this, this first inaugural episode of Dangerous Ideas. And I also want to give a plug. I want to give a plug to your guys's shows, uh, upcoming shows. Do you guys want to give a little plug to it? Because I, we're gonna be doing this. I'm hoping on each other's shows and plugging each other's <laughs> shows. So do you want to? You want to give a plug to your show?
1: Yeah, man. So my show is still TBD. We actually we had a big uh, like leadership retreat, and uh, it was very much like a, amongst the company, like. Uh, my content is is where my focus needs to be. so that's what's going on. Yep. hear me say it earlier, future proof I am all about future proofing yourself and all about you know your finances, your body, your mind, your family like if you're not if you not not your physical self, but if you can't sustain, Two, three, four, five centuries. Then, uh, then you got to be better, and so that's what the show eventually will uh, will be. I need. I'm a few weeks away from like buttoning it up, but it's been it's been a work. You weeks? Come on! Let's I know, go. I know, I know. We got this. What do we just studio. talk about? What, what like, do we just talk about? Right? The yeah. uh, the analysis paralysis. Right. Of, of getting started, maybe I should just jump in. What are you doing right now? We should just <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow me on uh, on Twitter and on YouTube, Adam Ob. And uh, looking forward to uh, to more stimulating conversation with uh, Mr. Sean Canungo.
2: Yeah, no, well, thank you for having us on this episode one. The Dangerous Ideas has been uh, an eye-opening for sure. I mean, I always hear you about it, but talking to you about it is even better. Uh, for me uh, and my brother, Maz, uh, co-partner, co-host, co-everything. This guy's a creative genius in his own, uh, I guess, right. Uh, we are... Creating a show. uh, As of now, it's called The Mo, you know, (laughs) and uh, it's following the. uh, It's about it's entertaining, it's entertainment and education, following the pop uh, pop culture, filmmaking, um, movies, music, some uh, reviews maybe. Sorry, reviews maybe. Reviews. uh, Honestly, it's just kind of like figuring out our like voices. In the process so this is kind of goes back to the point yeah. we're literally and my the name might even change we just want to create for the sake of creating because we we, we consume so much that we feel like you know what we, we should share this to the world time to give back yeah it's not time to give back so uh, yeah that, that's that's essentially it like uh we, we have we have no socials created for it nothing we're just gonna put it out into the world and just keep making it work that's uh, literally it man
0: amazing well, boys, I I can't wait for your shows. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna plug them every time we do this. And uh, listen, if you've gotten this far in Dangerous Ideas, th- this is the first episode, so hey, if you could, yeah, well, what the kids say, yeah, hit subscribe. <laughs> That's right. Follow on Spotify wherever you are. Talk do to your them. Thing. Let them know, and <laughs> uh, that would be really helpful. And we'll uh, we'll see you on the next one.